Thanks for tuning in to the Realtor Moms podcast. We are Tasha and Jamie, full-time realtors in the FM and surrounding areas, and admittedly average moms. This is how we sell homes and try to keep our kids alive. Today on the Realtor Moms podcast, Jamie and I are going to be talking about how to buy when you have a house to sell. You know, we have both been through numerous situations so far this summer on people having this exact uh, issue that they've had to deal with. And we figured what better time to do it than to talk about it now. Yeah, not everybody is moving in or out of an apartment. So a lot of times they've got a house to sell and they're curious you know, what comes first? Am I putting the cart before the horse if I try to find a house before I list mine? Or, you know, I don't want to be homeless if I list my house and it sells right away and I haven't picked out the one I want to buy. So... Yeah, it's kind of a, it's a complicated scenario, but we're here to walk you through it. Exactly. (laughs) You know, I I would say the first thing to do before anything else Mm -hmm. is be ready to list your home. Yep, exactly. We kind of talk time and time again on our episodes, but you know, at the end of the day, get your house ready, declutter. I mean, that is so very important to clean, finger, you know, the white glove clean scenario and then stage in your house. Um, You want to be prepared. And if you have your house ready, Mm -hmm. no matter which options we'll talk about that you can use, you're you're ready to go right yeah so. you kind of got to do you, you front load a lot of the work you get the honey do lists checked off the to-do lists checked off get those little you know missing piece of siding put back on missing piece of flooring or broken window pane whatever you address those things up front get them out of the way so that when you do find the house or you do decide that you're ready to list we can put you on the market in a day or two Yes. Get those photography. That yes, photography that was that was That's on my list. That was about what that was exactly what I was about we to say. We can go ahead and get that done so that when you decide to pull the trigger, we can literally be on the market in, in just a matter of a few hours if you've got all those other things checked off Correct. the list. Correct. Um, I've had quite a few situations where we took photos a few weeks to a month before oh, totally. yeah, yeah, before they were ready to list, just so that way they were prepared yes. when when the right situation came up. Or if you've got like a major project that's about to happen and you're concerned about your yard. For example, I've got a a fella who is putting a new roof on his house. Well, he's got the most beautiful landscaping. Well, when the roofers are doing their roofing, they're not always, you know, they, they can't always be super conscious of flowers and grass and and if it's been wet at all there might be some tracks from some tractors things like that so we decided to take pictures beforehand um, because the roof wasn't in poor condition and it just had some hail damage that you really couldn't tell from the photos so we took the photos beforehand and then he had the roofers come in they replaced the shingles the ground isn't quite as picture perfect as it was but the landscaping still looks nice but the photos were better to be taken before so perfect we can help you time that stuff out too Yep, and we're here to kind of really help guide you on what's the best situation for right. your specific needs. Right. So, so really, you know, get your house ready to sell and photographs. That's the very first yes. step I would tell anyone thinking about this process. Yes. Very first and, and foremost. So, and simultaneously, perhaps be looking like online or at the emails we'll send you or, you know, the suggestions we maybe text or email some addresses, maybe do some drive-bys of some potential homes that you like to, or you would be interested in looking at, or maybe you're thinking about building. Um, not a bad idea to kind of get an 
into your mind what you're what you're sort of looking at and get pre-approved. Yes, get pre-approved. What you want to buy? Well, there's I, nothing I, that'll stop a deal quicker than oh gosh, you know, I didn't realize that when I changed jobs last month and got into a totally different field. That now my lender would prefer that I wait, or I can get a better interest rate if I do this, or clean that up, or since you brought up the pre-approval, I would say do that at the same time you get <laughs> you your totally house ready. Should. Yep. Yeah, th- yep. like that. You, you, there's things you're going to be doing simultaneously. Yeah. Pre-approval and getting your house ready for sale should be the top hand in hand, hand, in hand at the at that point. Mm-hmm. So glad you brought that up. Totally. <laughs> so so here's a question for you, Tasha. So do you? List the house and then go look. Like when they find that one, oh, we kind of think we want to see this. Do we list it and then go look? Or, oh gosh, we really love this house. Let's go see it. And then if we like it, let's make an offer and then we'll list our house. I, trick question. I, I know it's a trick <laughs> question and I think you, it, it can go either way. Totally. Um, I think this is really the perfect time to bring up kind of some different clauses dependent upon what works best for your scenario. Yeah. We have some fancy realtor lingo. Fancy realtor lingo. <laughs> um, we have uh, have a clause called the stop clause, which is a subject to owner purchase clause. So right. let's say you are not comfortable making an offer contingent upon your home selling. Mm-hmm you can put a stop clause you can list right away and be ready to go and be looking at the same time at homes but you can kind of focus on um you have that clause there as a protection so if someone brings an offer Mm -hmm. you have that clause to protect you to give you some time to look for the right home right it basically gives you a time limit i mean there is a time limit so everybody knows what to expect but it says hey if i don't find a house to move into i can't sell Yes. So it protects you from becoming homeless. Correct. <laughs> and having to be forced to sell your home um, if you really aren't able to find the one you want to move into. Correct. S-T-O-P, subject to owner purchase. Stop class. Yes. And how about a contingent offer? The A contingent offer. So let's say you the don't... alternative, I guess, right? The alternative. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, really... If you have that, if you don't want to put your house up for sale and just want, let's say you find the right house and you are kind of in the process of doing all the items to get your house ready, yeah. um, and let's say the right house comes up and you want to right. make that offer, you can make an offer that's contingent upon your house selling. Um, mm-hmm. And generally speaking, the one thing you should be aware of is that contingent offer. I mean, you have to be ready to have your house go up in the market within 24 oh, yeah. to 48 you hours. You really, really should. Yes, a seller who would potentially be accepting an offer that you may be writing them. They expect that. They don't want to wait a week to see your house pop up on the market. It either better be ready to go right on the spot or yes, in a very short period of time, like 24 or 48 hours. Yeah. Correct. So that's why we... that's reasonable. I mean, they can't wait forever. (laughs) And that's why we try to give this advice, no matter which way you go, have your house ready. Um, So if we have kind of those pieces, there's two different options. Um, Mm -hmm. I did have a scenario and this is... It worked out perfectly, so we didn't have to really have a lot of problems with any contingent offers or stop clauses. But I had a I had a couple this summer that decided, yeah, 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 we we want to sell our house and move into something different, and it worked out perfectly because they they did find a house they liked. They didn't want to write a contingent offer, okay. so they kept an eye on that particular property mm-hmm. and put their house up for sale, got it sold right away, and then wow. went into uh, making an offer on the house they wanted to buy. And so and they didn't have to be contingent. They didn't have to be contingent. Right. And it's the, still subject to the successful yes, closing. Yes, we still of had a stop clause. Sale, and I'm 
I know that you wrote that in there. I'm sure you would. Yes, I still wrote um, so the stop yes, clause. But listeners should know that too. We can we can still protect you in that fashion. Correct. But you were able to write maybe a more competitive I, offer. We were able to write for your buyers. Yes, we were able to write um, a more competitive they could offer a little more because they didn't have to tell the sellers that they were going to need to wait. One thing I do tell people too is with co- those contingent offers, you have less room for negotiation yes, exactly. because you are asking those sellers to potentially take an offer but wait for your home to sell. Mm-hmm. They're going to be less likely to want to reduce price or less likely to want to, say, offer maybe seller paid closing costs. Mm-hmm. You have less room for negotiation. So that's one thing to kind of right. think about with these different options. So, right. you know, food for thought. Yes. Okay, so let's say we've um, gotten their house sold, or rather under contract, and they've found the one they want to buy. Now there's a whole lot of moving parts that are happening. Oh, yes. <laughs> there's so many things going on. There are We've got inspections happening both at the house you're selling and, and the house you're buying. The house you're buying. We've got appraisals happening at the house you're selling and the one you're buying. We've got a lot of different timelines and moving pieces and parts and pre-approvals from both potentially the buyer of your house and your own pre-approval and then what the next person is doing if they're moving or if they have a stop class so um that's uh, that's another place where having a realtor is extremely important oh yes <laughs> you you can kind of take the weight off your shoulders um i always you know with me and jamie we're there to help with all of those timelines and keep track of yes. all of those moving pieces so that way you don't have to feel such such pressure on yourselves because we're right. there to take that on for you yes Exactly. So, yeah. Um, and so also during that time, you're going to be packing. Yes. Time to p- start packing. And time to start uh, lining up the moving. Are you doing right. it yourself? Who's doing the moving? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Jamie. So tell me about these moving pods. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, one thing I was just telling some folks that I'm working with, they are buying and selling. And she's like, well, what do we do? Where do we put our stuff? And Because come closing day, you really are homeless for a little while. You can't leave your things in one house while you close and then go and get them and move them into the other house. It just doesn't work like that. You really have to be kind of cleaned out by the time you're signing the paperwork and you really can't move in until after you've signed the paperwork. So you're homeless for a short period of time <laughs> and so is all your personal belongings. Maybe a few days, maybe yes. maybe only a few hours, right. but you do have to be prepared for that. Exactly. So one of the things that um, I've recently been suggesting on and off is storage pods or um, storage think, containers storage containers. containers yep u-haul calls them u-pack containers they're essentially a little well not a little a large moving box that gets brought to your house dropped off in your driveway you fill it with stuff and then that same company comes back picks it up and stores it off site for you until you're ready for it to come back essentially to your next home so the off-season stuff those toys yet the kids haven't played with in five years anyway that will cry if you try to get rid of them (laughs) seasonal decorations i mean anything that you don't need in the very short term can go into these moving containers that can then be moved just one time for you rather than you know, taking the box, putting it in the truck, driving the truck to the storage unit, unloading the unit into the unit, and then doing it all over again once you get keys to the new place. So they are super helpful. But well, storage tip. units are good too. Realtor tip: <laughs> moving pods, moving containers, use them. Yeah, yeah, they're they're really good. They aren't. I I. You'd have to check and correct me if you know this, Tasha, but I don't know that they are temperature controlled. So this is not the place for, you know, the fine china or or something like that because I think they're pretty hot in the summer and cold in the winter. Cold in the winter, yeah. But anyway, they can definitely help. Um, And then also, how about just like yourselves? 
right? We, as realtors, we can help you find short-term rental options if you just if you feel can't like get there the is, closing dates to meet up on yeah, the same day. Yeah, we're generally very good at being able to get everybody in line on a closing date, but maybe that just doesn't work for you. Maybe even if the closing dates are on the same day, it's too much stress to be moving in and out and with families, or maybe you've got pets. All or that maybe stuff. you're mo- maybe you're building yeah, and you get an offer and there is a on your span home. of time yeah. in, in between. We can help you find a short-term rental. You know, something outside of a one-year mandatory lease um, so that you have a place to be and be comfortable Correct. during the time. I know many a times I've had to try and find month-to-month rentals. Yes. I know you have as well. Yeah. So, I it's mean... It's really kind of hairy, like, in the school year when you've got kids going to school and they've got pets and trying to find something short-term. I mean, it doesn't generally mess with where your kids go to school, but... It's a pretty long drive if you can't find a rental in North Fargo and you need to, <laughs> to get your kids to school there. So let us help with that. Yes, exactly. So what, I guess the the one last thing that I really have is um, we also just always encourage everybody to plan for, for delays. They don't yes. usually happen. That's not the norm. But, but we they always, can happen. Yeah, we always they, like for everybody to be as prepared as possible. They so. definitely can happen. Yeah. So... You know, and maybe you've got family in town and you could stay with them if there was a day delay on one, one end of the deal or the other. But essentially, you have to sell in order to buy in most cases. Um, now, there's bridge loans and there's, you know, there's a million different. Everybody's situation is very different. But we like to tell everybody, everybody, we'd rather have you plan for a delay and there not be one than not plan for a delay. And then there is one. And then everybody's really stressed out. So... Yeah, we're here to help walk through that too, just in case. Great. Well, I'll just kind of follow up with if any of our listeners have questions on what this process would look like for them and their particular circumstances, you know, please uh, comment on our Facebook page, you know, reach out to Jamie or I. Um, We would love to kind of walk you through what this process would look like for you and your circumstances. I couldn't have said it better myself. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Replay or hear more episodes at RealtorMomsPodcast.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram with hashtag RealtorMomsPodcast. This podcast is produced by Jamie R. Swenson and Tasha Barrett of Park Company Realtors, 28 North 10th Street, Fargo, North Dakota, 58102.